Welcome to Comically Comics, your one-stop listen to all things comics. We're talking books, movies, TV shows, video games, and more. I must forewarn you, though, we are a spoiler cast, and what that means is we consider all properties, past, future, and present to be valid, and we will spoil the hell out of them. I'm your host, Michael, along with my two co-hosts, Richard and Jeremy, and with all that being said, let's get started. All right, it is Sunday, November 6th. We really, really wanted to do a Black Adam review, and we are going to do one, but not today. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> we just could not get all to the movie theaters for us to do a review properly. So it may be once it comes out on HBO Max, maybe later on we all get to go see it. I don't know, but we're going to do one eventually. Yes. yes. I think we're all excited to see it. Yes. I know I am. Yeah, I am too. Yeah, I, I'd say I'm excited. <laughs> But yes, we're we're definitely going to review that. But with Black Panther coming out this coming up Friday, we thought it fitting to do a review of a Black Panther book. And we chose Black Panther, The Deadliest of Species. This is written by, I'm going to butcher this name, Reginald Hudlin. Reginald. Re- Reginald. <laughs> it's Reginald. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Reginald Hudlin. There you go. Pencils Ken Lashley. I know that name. Yeah. Ken Lash is a pretty awesome artist. Also, a lot of these cover works are done by J. Scott Campbell. That's another name I recognize. So Oh yeah. Yeah. He did the cover art on a couple. Yeah. One of one of my favorites, actually, I think. Lots of lady covers. He does lots of lady covers. Yeah. Yeah. He does a lot of like sexy, like uh pinup kind of stuff. But yeah, yeah. I I like him. I follow him on Instagram, I think. I'm sure there's some Miss Marvel ones he's done, Jeremy, that you'd probably like. Oh, yeah. I was, I was already thinking about that. There's a <laughs> Captain Marvel. I'm sorry, not Miss Marvel. Yeah. Well, I know. <laughs> I, I got where you're coming from. Yeah. I was already thinking about that. I was like, oh, I need to, need to keep that one in mind. <laughs> but she's got to look like Brie Larson. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right. <laughs> So we did issues one through six of uh, the Black Panther from 2009. This is essentially like a story of the rise of Shuri becoming the Black Panther, which is kind of why we chose it. Uh, There's some other stuff that kind of pertains to what's going on in the MCU right now as well, and real life, honestly. Yeah. So, But, I mean, what what does it matter that Shuri's becoming Black Panther in this comic? I mean, we don't know that she's going to be Black Panther. No, shut your damn mouth. You know good and well she's going to be Black Panther. (laughs) (laughs) Literally... Literally, like, she becomes it at the end. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the last trailer we got of Black Panther, we see a a very petite Black Panther doing a flip with these, like, vibranium cannons on her arms, just like she had, just like Shuri had in the first Black Panther movie. Like, that's totally her. It's gotta be. Gotta yeah. Be. Oh yeah. It yeah, it's it's her gauntlets. It's the same gauntlets. And <laughs> besides all that, the little like golden dots that are or white dots that are over the Black Panther mask are the same, like they match identical to the one that Shuri has in both the old movie and the new movie. So like it's fucking Shuri. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Somebody somebody could have just stole the the blasters from Mega Man. <laughs> That's great. All right. Well meters on this book. What what did y'all think of this read? What's y'all's well meters? Uh I'll do mine. I, I was honestly, I'll probably just say whelmed. I mean, it was a it was a, a good read. It was a quick read. I mean, and 
it was interesting to an extent, but I wasn't like, oh my gosh, this was awesome kind of thing. So it was an extremely quick read. Like I yeah. bought my copy off of Amazon and I felt cheated a little bit. Yeah. Like when I got the package, I was like, oh, this is very light for how much I paid just now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I read like all six in like 30 minutes. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's extremely short. Go ahead, Richard. What you got? Oh, I uh, just, I was, okay, so I was pleasantly whelmed starting out for the first two issues. And then I think at the end of the last, <laughs> of the second issue, it says to be continued, more lun. And I went, oh, fuck. <laughs> I fucking hate Morlon. I hate him. I hate him. I, so much so that I was literally going to like send y'all a gif of this like kid <laughs> making a face because I was just like, fuck me. Like, I hate, I hate, like, I cannot tell you how much I hate Morlon. <laughs> and I was like, I did not realize he was in this book. I know he was in a Black Panther book. I didn't realize it was this book. So I was just like, God damn it. <laughs> uh, that helps tie into the, the Sony-verse, though, that we got going on, too. So, like, yeah, all fuck, in all. Fuck the, so- fuck the Sony-verse. <laughs> like, <laughs> the only thing that's good about the Sony-verse is Into the Spider-verse, which they're probably going to bring more Lun for that, because that's his biggest claim to fame, really, is the Spider-verse stuff. Well, you know, they keep re- the rumor is that they're going to go Spider-Geddon okay. for the well, live action. Okay. The heck is that? Like, yeah. it's like Infinity War or whatever, like in-game for, for Spider-Man. Uh, yeah. Secret Wars for Spider-Man. Yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll talk about that later. Like, I could spend a whole episode talking about the <laughs> dumb decisions that Sony makes for Spider-Man. But anyway. That's funny. I'm with you, Richard. Like, I, I started out pleasantly whelmed by this because I was not excited to read this at all. <laughs> and just the first two issues, I was like, holy shit, this is actually pretty badass. I'm excited about this. Mm-hmm. And um, artwork is on point throughout the entire series. I will say that. Like, artwork is totally on point. As we dive deeper into the story, though, I was just whelmed. Yeah. And and it's honestly, it was because of Shuri, like, that I was <laughs> whelmed. Like... The 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 T'Challa parts I was like actually you know interested yeah. in and stuff like that and the whole you know I'm sure we'll dive into it deeper but like the connection of Storm and her yeah I never realized like how like connected they actually were and stuff and so like I was re- like I was really digging all that stuff but then the Shuri stuff just fell flat for me for the most part same same absolutely yeah by the end of it I was just whelmed like I just I was like okay I've read it. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will say though, there's a lot in this story that I think they should include in the movie because it it really feels like you could use a lot of this story, like just take more Lun out and put Namor in. You know what I mean? Right. Like just do that essentially. And you could like, in other words, the third act of this six issue run you could just like do that for the movie. Right. And that would make a lot of sense though. I don't know like Bast. Anyway, we'll get into it when we get to it, but like (laughs) Bast is not really a thing in the MCU unless this movie establishes it more. Like, I mean, we see a Panther, like when they go to the Panther God world, whatever, I forget what it's called, but we haven't really seen Bast before. So I I don't know. Anyway. Talking about in the MCU? 
Yes. There was like speculation of somebody I feel like in either... I know somebody was specking on Bass being in Moon Knight, but it didn't. it turned out to not be Bass. Yeah. And then I thought there was like something in Thor, Love and Thunder. Yeah, there was. Yeah. Yeah, but they don't out and out say like, Bast, like on screen, Thor right. doesn't go Bast, come here. We yeah. just, people just say, oh, that's Bast. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now I'm with you. All right. Yeah. We'll get into like what we think or whatever as far as movie stuff as we go through the issues. I think I've done my homework better this time. And so <laughs> I've actually wrote out like little synopsis kind of things and whatnot and overviews of each book. So uh, starting with issue one, basically Queen Aurora, because Aurora. Storm from the X-Men, as everybody knows her, is married to T'Challa. And she's essentially going on like a press tour is what it looks like. T'Challa's out and about doing his own thing for whatever reason we don't know yet. The people at, like are very adamant about knowing of T'Challa's like vessel, like his ship that he takes and stuff like that. And they see it coming, crashing down. And then we get some backstory of T'Challa. He's gone to go meet with Namor and things have gone south. So. Yeah, like seeing T'Challa, like I like the whole T'Challa Namor thing. I thought that was really cool just watching their relationship because it's such a like back and forth of their buddies, their enemies, their buddies, their enemies. Yeah. And so I, I like seeing that. They're frenemies, if you will. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Honestly, like this issue made me like Namor because I've never really read a lot of Namor. And, like, I love his attitude of basically, like, he is totally out for himself. And honestly, it kind of reminds me a lot of T'Challa, but T'Challa is just more, like, noble. Yeah. And just more of that good guy. Whereas Namor is, like, I'm all about my people and stuff like that. And I'm all about the good for some people. But, like, in the end, it's pretty much about me and my kingdom. So, like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's. I don't like Namor usually because he's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He's a dick. He's a fish dick. <laughs> and maybe that makes sense why I like him so much. I don't know because I like him now. I'm like, hey, I like this guy. I love the end when we get the surprise because the whole time you're thinking Namor's the one who fucked up T'Challa's yeah. jet. You know what I mean? And until you get to the end there and then you realize like, Oh, he's meeting Doom. Like Doom's yeah. just like like, <laughs> like a boss. He's just standing out there like, hey, what up, bro? We got this all. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Like I fucking like that's why I was like, ooh, I'm really like, is this a yes. is this a secret like Doctor Doom versus Black Panther book? And it wasn't. But uh <laughs> It was, it I was, was really like, excited. I was, I was just like, oh, like my note has doom in all caps. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that was funny. A, and that was a pretty, uh, pretty impressive list of, of, I don't know, Revengers. I don't know what you want to call them. Oh, the, the cabal? Yeah. Yeah, the cabal. Oh, absolutely. Like just the baddest of the bads almost. Yeah. They make Loki look horrendous. Like oh. she looks like a trans lot lizard that's 50 years old or something <laughs> yeah. like she he looks horrible yeah and that's of course those who don't know that's uh female loki but yeah yeah <laughs> she does she does look very bad although i will have to say the hood out of all these these are pretty hard hitters to me i'm like the hood really that like were y'all just like 
scraping the bottom of the barrel at that point. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got it's showing Doctor Doom, Namor, Loki, uh, Emma Frost, and then the Hood back in the top. Yeah, I kind of think the Hood is a little underrated. Like, has he not ha- wielded the Infinity Gauntlet at one point in time? Has he? If I'm not mistaken. Okay. If he has, I did not know that. Then I take back what I said. I always <laughs> thought the Hood was like a. I always thought he was like a B level villain, but he's, I guess I'm wrong. He's always been looked at like really bad, but like I think he's like he came up with a plan one time and actually wielded the Infinity Gauntlet. So I don't know. I think he might be underrated. I'm excited that we're actually going to get the Hood in Ironheart TV show, which is tied yeah. to the Wakanda Forever that's coming up. So that was something really cool that I saw. Mm-hmm. That I was like, hey, this is a lot of this stuff kind of ties in together with the, the movie that's coming and the TV shows afterward. So, yeah, is there anything else that, for the issue number one that kind of stuck out for y'all? No, I thought it was a cool setup. I like, you know, the learning a little bit about like the politics for Wakanda. We don't really see that, like how the people of Wakanda literally know like everything about the royal family. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. I wonder if that's what it's like over in like England and stuff like that. Like, yeah, if they're just enthralled with the royal family and stuff, I wonder if that's like if that's supposed to imitate that same kind of thing. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I was gonna say probably to to an extent. I would think so. I mean, we get all kinds of stories in our tabloids and stuff like that over here. Like, there's no <laughs> telling what they got over there. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. All right, issue number two. Uh, we get T'Challa's status is not looking good after his crash down in Wakanda. Per tradition, someone has to take the mantle of the Black Panther and Aurora nominates Shuri, essentially. We get an awesome Doctor Doom Black Panther fight scene. Ramonda hints at towards the end of this issue that there is possibly a way to save T'Challa. And that's kind of how that issue number two ends. Like, this is kind of stuff I think you were talking about, Richard, that totally was hitting for me. The Black Panther Doctor Doom fight scene was flipping nuts. Amazing. Yeah. So well drawn. It was just everything. And then you get that whole, like, twist, you know, towards the end where, like, Doom's, like, just sitting in T'Challa's ship. Oh, yeah. Like, what up, bro? I'm home. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's a Doom bot. It's always a Doom bot. Like whenever <laughs> whenever Doom is defeated, it's always like, no, it's not real Doom. It's a Doom bot. Like that is always <laughs> that is always the case. And when he destroys it, it's like it's a Doom bot. I'm like, of course. Like my note literally says, of course it's a Doom bot. Of course it's <laughs> like, <laughs> that's great. I guess you know, no one going into this book like was it, were either one of y'all surprised that Aurora was like, oh yeah, Shuri. Well. No, because we knew that this book deals with Shuri becoming the Black Panther. But yeah, if I right. had read this from the get-go, probably not. I think it's dumb that they pick Shuri because I'm like, how cool would it have been had if Storm became Black oh, Panther? Yeah. Oh my God, like, right? That would have been way cooler. And <laughs> right? honestly, like I'm going to go off on a tangent just because it popped into my head. I also really was vi- like championing the idea of Denai Guerra, the actress that plays Okoye in Black Panther, to be Storm in the MCU. Oh, I hate, yes. I hate that she's been cast as Okoye. Not that, like, her character is really cool, but I hate that, that that is now taken away because I think she would have done an amazing Storm. Yes. Uh, yeah. But anyway, 
that that was just a comic pasta moment for me. But yeah, I I I was like, you know, when they were talking about who should it be, and then Storm's like, no, nah, it shouldn't be me. And I'm like, no, it absolutely should oh, be yeah. you. And then she's, <laughs> she's she's like, no, it's Shuri. And I'm like, okay, I guess. <laughs> so it, I think it's this issue where they start emphasizing like how much that she's trained, just like T'Challa, yeah. and how much she has done. Does it not seem forced to y'all? Like, it's like, I know I've not read a bunch of Black Panther, but I've never thought of Shuri being essentially like Shang-Chi's sister in, in exactly. Shang-Chi. Like, you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? It was, it's nothing for me to think that she could, she could have the rings. Right. You know what I mean? Because she, I believe she is trained harder than, than Shang-Chi has. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, that's no stretch. There's, that could be sold to me really quickly. But Shuri, like, especially like the Shuri that we have right now in the MCU, I never would have thought she went through the same training as T'Challa. Like, ever. See, I, I I do. because Just because Wakanda seems like, almost like Spartans. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay. everybody, everybody gets training. Like, everybody is deadly with hand-to-hand combat. Like, <laughs> the moment they're born, they're just trained to fight. And... <laughs> all this stuff, but that's just me. I know that's not true, but yeah, I will, I will agree with you that in this book, it felt a slightly, a little forced. Uh, Shuri, the reason why I'm kind of whelmed, Shuri comes off like a spoiled little brat in, oh, yeah. in this book. A typical millennial, basically. <laughs> hey, we're millennials. Oh, I was no. going to say, we're millennials. <laughs> but it's a stereotypical. What do you, what do you, what do you, okay. boomer? What are you doing? <laughs> all that avocado toast in Starbucks. Anyway. Um, yeah, so I, I will agree with you as far as the book. Now, the movie, I don't know. To me, everyone seems, because everybody, like when um, when Infinity War happens and, you know, like the the big, uh, I can't, I've, I've gone, I've drawn a blank, uh, the big monsters that, that uh, that's Thanos' army. I can't think of their names right now. The like four-armed yeah. creature things that are coming through the force fields. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everybody in Wakanda is like fighting essentially. So it just feels like they're like a warrior race. I know they're not, but it just feels that way to me. Yeah. The comic, though, you see like, you know, there's medical people. And of course, like when Morlun comes in, he just starts wrecking house with everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, anyway. Well, so it, it, even in the MCU, though, like I always go back to her standoff with Killmonger. Yeah. And like she couldn't hold her own worth nothing. Yeah. Against Killmonger. You know what I mean? I mean, at least the child could hold his own. Like she could not in that movie. Well, like, yeah. no. Well, but even that's with also, uh Nakia's help. Yeah, but I mean, like, that's also due to that's just their their side characters right now. If this movie was Shuri the movie, she would be able to. So like <laughs> Well, yes. Obviously, yeah. she's not going to defeat Killmonger, and then like Black Panther doesn't get a a one on one battle with him. <laughs> no, I'm with I'm with you 100. But my point is, is that like if you're gonna in this movie coming up, if you're gonna try and sell me that she's gone through the same training as T'Challa, you know, years in advance or whatever the case is, and like she couldn't even hold her own against Killmonger with the help of Nakia, that's gonna be a hard sell for me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're gonna have to be doing a lot of like training cutscenes or something. Training montages <laughs> with like the yeah. Rocky theme song in the background. 
that's funny. A Wakandan version of the Rocky song. That'd be great. Oh my god. We're we're not there yet, but when we do see the training of Shuri, what the fuck is up with that like body condom that she's wearing? <laughs> so fucking weird. <laughs> that was such an odd design choice for the artists. I was like, what? I think it's issue three, but I, I was just like, what? That's what I was gonna say. Let's let's dive into issue three where we see the uh the full on Shuri body condom. I'm about to have another trouble with the name, so Richard, be on the lookout. Uh-oh. Uh we get to meet Zawavar. Zub- <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, I looked up how to pronounce this. I don't really know. So I'm just gonna say it's Zawavare. Okay, Zawavari. Or Zawavari. I, I don't know. Okay. But yeah. I, I'm down with both those. They sound great to me. Um, <laughs> better than whatever the heck that was at first. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> whatever Alabama dialect came out of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, we meet him, and he's going to perform a uh, to talk about a ritual that he can perform. And Shuri goes on her panther quest to get the herb, and uh, Morlun is conjured towards the end of this issue as Richard shakes his head. Boom. And T'Challa starts to head to the light. He is in a place of limbo, is what they call it. And he is starting to head towards the light. So, this is kind of where the issue starts. This is where the, the story kind of starts to fall for me. Where I start to just, like, we, we were doing these awesome Doom fights and stuff like that. And now it's just, now we've basically traded off with, with Sherry and her talking to herself and trying to continuously prove to herself that she's just as good as her brother, even though she's not. And whatever else the case may be, like... <sighs> and then, of course, you know, Morlon gets conjured by people we... They don't even name these people. Like, whoever See, conjured up Morlon, they didn't even name them. I, had, I was so lost by that. But it's because they died, like, right afterwards. Like, <laughs> I mean, that, that, was, that was my thing, too. Like, I was even trying to go back, and I was like... Because I, whenever I was reading it, and I saw him conjured or whatever, and then I just kept going, and like I got mixed. Like I almost felt like he was in where Zavari, whatever his name, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like he was coming from there, but I was like, well, then that can't. And I just like I, I just got completely lost. That was me too. Yeah, it, yeah, it doesn't doesn't show it at all. So I even went back and tried to figure it out, but because it's not God. worth noting because they die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess, like, yeah, more lun just mur- like. The last issue where it's like the very last page where it says like coming, you know, more Lun, that's them. They're known as the Lion Cult. So there's like the gorilla, you know, the Jabari tribe. There's like the gorilla cult. There's the Panther cult, which is what T'Challa and them are all part of. There's the lion. There's the crocodile, which we see those in the background of, I don't know, whatever, (laughs) Zawav... Zawavari, however you say his name. Um, Z. But we we see when he's talking about it, you see those like the panther god, the gorilla, the, the ape god, and the uh, crocodile god, which is not Amit from uh, Moon Knight. Looks it is a lot like it. Sobek. Okay. Yeah, it does look a lot like it, but it's supposed to be Sobek, which that's why I was wondering back when we did the Moon Knight, go back and listen to our episode, people. Um, <laughs> when I was talking about that, that could potentially be like Sobek and how it ties in with Wakanda and whatever. But anywho, yeah, they're the lion cult. 
They don't explain it. The only reason I know it is because I looked it up on a wiki. Um, that's what I usually do when I read comics and there's something I don't understand. I just immediately go, I like type in that like issue and look up the wiki for it and it kind of like explains certain things. So all that to be said, why the fuck do you bring in, more, like you had Dr. Doom. Why do you bring in more Lun? <laughs> <laughs> why? I know he's he's like an energy vampire that devours totems. Yes. And like, that is exactly what Black Panther is. Yes. And that's the one reason why I hate him so much is because they turned Spider-Man into no longer like science-based where he was, you know, bitten by a radioactive spider, but instead he was chosen by a, a spider god. And <laughs> that's why Morlun, it wants to devour him because he's a totem for the spider god. Yeah. And like, just also, Morlun comes off like, I don't know, a Dragon Ball Z character in this comic. <laughs> like, they fire... What, what? I don't know. We'll get to it when they get there. But they fire, like, an arsenal at him and nothing stops him. Oh, And it's yeah. just so... It's so dumb. It's like kids playing out in a play school and it's like, oh, well, I did this. And it's like, no, I've got a force field that does this or whatever. <laughs> like, it's just... It's so, he's such a poorly written character. <laughs> I fucking hate him. <laughs> Yeah, they definitely threw the kitchen sink at him when when that that big time battle oh, yeah. went down. So just the one like the big red button that just fires everything. Just push that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the fuck it all button. Yeah, just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Let's get into issue four. Mbaku we see is slain by Morlon, and we get a story kind of like how that's going because Mbaku is essentially the equivalent of T'Challa as a totem for the great ape god. Wakanda is warned of Morlon's coming. Uh, Shuri talks to the panther god and is denied and basically put in her place as far as like basically like what Richard was saying earlier, like you, uh, your mind is totally not in the right place. You're spoiled. And what Jeremy was saying earlier, like you're not doing this for the right reason. Yeah. So, and it would be a disgrace to have you as a black panther because of what your where your head is. Tatala is still trying to be persuaded to cross over, even with the death is using uh, T'Chaka or an, a, like an embodiment of T'Chaka to try and persuade him to keep going over. And then he's literally like fighting for his life against the undead. And then Aurora shows up. So, which was pretty awesome. I love oh, the yeah. part where he's like, yeah, but have you ever fought a goddess? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. yes. <laughs> That's what was bringing me back into the story was just the whole, like I was so much more invested in the T'Challa story yeah. and like him getting out of limbo than I was anything else. Like I absolutely do not care about Shuri's quest to become Black Panther. I just, I just don't. I just, I just don't. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I'm, I'm right there with you. So I, I don't, don't care about it. I was, I enjoyed with Storm a lot more. and Yes! Yeah. She's, she's, she was just awesome. Yeah, I will say that, like, I liked Bast talking with Shuri. That was my favorite, like, one, I love the cover of this issue. Right. I love just Bast looking like a giant panther god, like, scary as fuck, like, on the cover of this. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is. It's amazing. Like, I love... Yeah. yeah. Like... Bass looks like it's about to devour Shuri. <laughs> yes. But uh, anywho. The, like the magnitude and scale of him is like, just, 
is great. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I guess I should say her because I think Bast is a girl. But anywho. Oh. Um. Back to I just love where he's talking about or she, you know, like ten for ten thousand years the greatest champions of my people have come before me. Their names are shouted in the halls of kings. Their deeds are written on the scrolls of destiny. And here you are, daughter of a great king and queen, sister to the greatest warrior of your nation. And instead of humbling yourself before your God, you declare yourself, you declare your worthiness. And he's like, what would those champions say to such a demand? How would they respond to such arrogance? The mantle of the panther is not about entitlement. It's about sacrifice, about putting the greater good ahead of pursuit of glory. But you, you see it as a trophy to be won or lost. Jealousy has festered in your heart since your brother took up the mantle of the panther. Of all the enemies you faced, hubris is the one that you've never defeated. I love that line. I, that is my favorite line right there. Of all the enemies you <laughs> defeated, hubris is the one that you've never done. Anyway, I just wanted to read that a little bit. I thought that was really cool. Well, no, and uh, that is cool. And that was kind of my the question I had that I was waiting on. So in the comics, I mean, did Killmonger actually become a Black Panther? Yes. So, okay. I mean, is that, I mean, if he's, if he, if it's the same criteria there, like I, I get kind of the word, he was trying to supposedly do it for the greater good, maybe like trying to, but it, it was still, he was still kind of doing it just to gain power and money type thing as well. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess that one just kind of confused me as far as like how he was able to get the Black Panther mantle, but she's not. So like there, there also may be a difference. So I've not read the story I know that like he he does take up the mantle of Black Panther. I can't remember if it's through the herb or what it is, or if it's like through Shuri's case. But like there's there's also a good possibility of a huge difference between the Killmonger that we got in the MCU and the one that's in the comics, especially at that point in time. You gotta realize also that like Killmonger has died several times over and been resurrected. Oh, really? So like of course because of comics, but like yeah. there's actually grounds for it. It, where there's like a, a a witch woman who like actually resurrects him and stuff like that. So there, there's a lot more to it than whatever, you know, than what we know as far as like him and in, in the MCU. Yeah. But yeah, there's no telling what his reasoning was at that point in time and why he was able to take up that mantle and to what extent he actually took it up. Yeah. So, but as far as like in the MCU, like they don't go and meet Bast. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. They just go to the, the I can't remember what it's called, but the land where basically all the Black Panthers are resting. Or in Killmonger's case, he didn't even go there. No. Like, he just saw his dad, which was yeah. kind of weird for him to, like, be in an astral plane where, like, he can see his dad when he should be seeing other people of his lineage and of, the, of that mantle. So, <laughs> uh. <laughs> I just, yeah. I could just open a whole nother can of worms, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's kind of funny that like throughout the entire series so far, like every cover almost has been Shuri in the Black Panther costume and we have yet to see her in the Black Panther suit. <laughs> but like every single one of them, not every single one of them, I take that back. That's wrong. But like I know of two, like she, the one that, you know, we're on right now and then like issue one, issue two, she's in the backdrop with her. She's got the costume on. I don't know about issue three. Issue three, she's on the front. Issue four is where 
Bast is like gonna eat her. Yeah. Issue five has T'Challa and Storm, and then issue six has more Lun and uh Shuri, and then T'Challa's like in his little back to tank in the background. Nice. Um yeah, I mean that's all I really got. Uh I did think that freaking fight with Morlun and, and Mumbaku was pretty awesome. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I thought that was <laughs> I like that. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. So it's so funny because like by the time we get to this issue here, you've already seen Wakabi and we've seen Mbaku and stuff like that. And it's like especially because like I don't believe that movie was even thought of yet necessarily or like was even close to being out when this 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 comic book was coming out. But like the characters in the comic book look nothing like Oh no. The characters in the movie. Like of course Mbaku's huge and stuff like that and in the MCU and whatnot. But like of course you can't make him like a gorilla what he's, <laughs> Yeah, and what and like what he's been like pictured as in, you know, the comic books and things like that. Like it's a little dated. So um, Yeah, well it, it would it would look really silly. Like just because Yes. He looks like Rhino, but instead of Rhino with an ape. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And right. And big giant gorilla, yeah. Yeah, like, and Rhino is kind of a silly character, so I could see them doing that. But if you want to take Mbaku seriously, you don't do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and like the the wooden, like, gorilla mask that he wears in the first movie was probably the classiest way you could yeah. ever do that. Like, and still give reference to it and stuff. Like, that was awesome. I love that. Yeah. All right. Issue five. We get Morlun is knocking on Wakanda's door. That's when the 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 fuck it all button gets pushed, and <laughs> they they drop everything on him. Um, uh, we find out that Aurora has sacrificed herself for T'Challa to return. Which I'm right there with you. Like, how do you not get Aurora as the Black Panther? Like, if anybody's got the mindset that to be the Black Panther, it would definitely be Aurora at that point yep. in time because she's not even Wakanda. Like she just happens to be the queen at that point in time, and she is sacrificing everything for Wakanda. Morlun kills Wakabi and Zuri, and Shuri suits up and stabs Morlun. And I don't know about y'all, but the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen was Shuri suiting up as the Black Panther, and we get this freaking butt shot in the panel. Not that I'm, you know, whatever, but like, is that really necessary? Like you have, they're trying to show like the the cowl for the Black Panther, and then just to the right of that is freaking Shuri's ass, and I'm just like, <laughs> that's totally not needed. Where, it's not needed at all. Where, where are you talking about? I'm trying to figure out what you're even talking about. Okay, so like, uh, Wakabi and Zuri are like outside the door. Yeah, and they're chatting. So right here. Oh, I see. You know what? I, I didn't realize that was a butt. <laughs> 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 that is Shuri ass. Yeah, I didn't even realize. Yeah, yeah. You gotta have your. You gotta have your sexiness. They do that all the time. Unfortunately, I mean, like, let's be honest. Uh, comics were tailored to essentially like fifteen-year-old kids at the time. <laughs> um, just because I want to go back, because I had this rant, I didn't jot it down, so I'm going to it. They fired at more Lun. It says, we have thrown missiles at him, mortars and bombs, laser cannons, vibranium core, <laughs> nuclear-tipped shells. Like, what? 
like that that <laughs> didn't stop him like a vibranium also later on he he rips out of an animantium net i'm like yes. what yes what yes. fucking what <laughs> i guess he just got really hot like that's the only thing i could think of <sighs> it was it was so, <laughs> it's so bad sorry well no i like i it, it's one of those like whenever i was reading it i was like well how, how the heck are you like how the heck are you even supposed to stop this thing? Like, I mean, there, there's no way to stop him, obviously. So You don't. Yeah. I mean, just... <laughs> I, I mean, I guess... Well, you know what I... Do you want to know how he dies with Spider-Man? Sure. He lets him absorb him, and because of Spider-Man's radioactive blood, it ends up hurting Morlun, and that's what kills him. That's why the Peter from the 616 universe is, the, the like, the one that like he wanted to kill to make sure because it would end up killing him. He's fucking Neo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so dumb. I hate He's the like one. I I love what they're doing with this. Like I, I will give credit to Sony where credit is due. I like what they're doing for their Spider-Verse versus the comic version. I but yeah, like it's so dumb and it also now that I think about it, it's radioactive spider blood. So why didn't the radioactive vibranium tips work? That uh, it's dumb. I hate Morlon. He's a dumb <laughs> character. You should have had it be Doom. And when they defeat him, you find out it's a Doom bot. Like just it would have been so much easier. <laughs> That's funny. I will say I did forget to um point out that in issue four, we see Aurora like laying down during this ritual yeah that gave me such like mcu black panther herb vibes like when they go and lay down to get buried to go to the astral plane and stuff like that like i so thought about that whenever i was like reading this i was like oh man that's like that hits close to home there with that yeah so yeah i hadn't i hadn't thought of that i mean like it does show like in that in the i guess towards the beginning whenever he goes like morlon just is casually walking through all the (laughs) <laughs> the chaos there i mean it's, it's pretty crazy and like it's just it's it's pretty insane all the all that's going on there i mean but you and it's it's easy to you know overlook mephisto in there too yeah i knew, I knew you were gonna, <laughs> it, it's so telling now when you do <laughs> yeah he, he just comes off like a super saiyan to me like that yeah, that part really where he's does. walking towards zuri and makabe like he just looks like a super saiyan <laughs> He even has this like little high kick type walk or something. I don't know. It just looks weird. Yeah. <laughs> well, like the thing that also makes Morlun so dumb to me is like at least he looks somewhat cool in this version. Other times yeah. he he's he's like dressed in like a nice suit with a vest and everything, and you know he's got like an ascot or something like that. He looks like a total <laughs> jackass. <laughs> Not here. He's savage, y'all. Yes. Yeah, he's all naked, basically. Naked. <laughs> Bare ass naked. The the note for this issue I had was, <laughs> wow, Storm gave an exposition dump. Like, there was. There was just like a whole page of Storm just like explaining everything. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It didn't come off bad at all. No. Like, I didn't think anyways. So. Yeah, I, I didn't either. Like I said, I, I've enjoyed and what you were saying too, Michael, is like uh, the connection there, or whatever between T'Challa and and Storm, has been has been the best part about this series. 
<laughs> yeah. 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 The relationship between the two. Cause yeah. I never realized it was like what it is. Like just the, the dialogue between them, like it, it makes them sound very much in love and like, yeah. I never thought of them whenever I've heard about them in the comic books and stuff like that. I never, I always thought it was like a game of Thrones kind of thing where like, you know, she was from, you know, wherever she was over there in Africa. And then I think it's a South African town. I can't remember the name of it, but yeah. I think she's from South Africa. And then you had T'Challa and stuff like that. And it was just kind of like a, almost an arranged thing or something along those oh, lines. Yeah. But no, like they, they seem like they are absolutely in love with yeah. one another. And I love that. I love that they are like yeah. that. That's freaking awesome. That's one of the reasons why I was like, I really kind of want to recast T'Challa yes. because I want to eventually see the Storm T'Challa relationship. Yes. I, I've, full disclosure, I've never, this is the first Black Panther book I've ever read. I've read yeah. comics where Black Panther shows up in my comic, but I've always liked the dynamic of T'Challa and Storm. I think that's a cool pairing. Yeah. And... I'm sad that we may never see something like that for the MCU. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know, but we'll see. And like, they both have very, like very similar personalities as far as just having this like regal or whatever kind of manner to them. And just, they all have that, that honorability about both of them. So it's, it's just, it's really cool seeing them work together. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. The ending we've all been waiting for. You could not ever see it coming. <laughs> the, <laughs> <laughs> the climactic conclusion. Shuri fights Morlon, and I had to question myself as to whether or not adamantium was really stronger than vibranium. Yeah. And it is, <laughs> for the most part. Zawarvi banishes Morlon to Limbo. And Death wants Morlon more than he wants Aurora and T'Challa, so he lets them go. Uh, Shuri is named the new Black Panther because of her selfless act of a suicide mention, essentially. So, that's issue six. Yay. <laughs> yeah, the, the fight with Morlon and Shuri was very lackluster. Like, it was okay. I mean, she got... What, what kind of bothers me with the artwork is, like, most of the time she has, like, you know, the Batman eyes that are just white. Yeah. And then other other panels, it's like she lifted her shades up and now you can <laughs> actually see her eyes. It's like, okay, you have to pick one. Like, you're either riding a motorcycle or you're not. Let's go. So. Well, it. I think it happened after the crash. So maybe those, like, lenses or whatever got shattered. I don't know. Yeah, but it's like she crashes into something. Then you see your eyes. Then she looks back, and then she, they're white again. And then she looks forward again, and then they're, they're they're her eyes again. I don't know. And then the next page, they're white again. I'm just like, okay. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they yeah. captured Morlon in a damn adamantium net to bring him <laughs> closer to Zawarvi so that he could banish him to Limbo. That's that was the big that was the big plan. Yeah, it's. Lame. It's lame. Yeah. <laughs> it was so lame. I didn't like anything about the Morlun stuff. Like, I was just like, fuck. <laughs> and, and like, putting all of my hate for Morlun aside, like, I just was like, this is dumb. This is dumb. Like, because if you take Morlun <laughs> out of it for a second and just put Namor in it, whatever, I'm like, this is dumb. Why would they, like, I think it would have been cooler. I mean, I know what they were trying to do is like Shuri used her intelligence to defeat Morlun. 
and like also using like the old ways, like the magic ways, yes. which yeah, I, that bugged me too because I'm like they worship a panther god, like T'Challa absolutely like because uh Zawavari or however you say his name mentions about how like T'Challa doesn't like my ways, but then he mentions like my ways are the old ways, which are magic, and I'm like, well, he communicates with Bast like all the time. He absolutely, I don't know. It, the message to me got lost for this like six issues. I don't know what exactly they were trying to tell other than like, hey, this is Shuri. She's going to be Black Panther now. I think that was it. I mean, essentially like they didn't want to sit there and use Doom. They didn't want to use Namor. They, uh, probably other things were going on in other stories at that time for those characters. And especially since they started out like trying to make you think Namor's the one that did everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like to use Morlon as like, oh, the Panther God's weak. The person that, that is the totem yeah. for the Panther God is weak. So of course we, you know, let's bring Morlon in and so that we can control that from here on out. Or, and so he can take out that Panther God. You know what I mean? Because it was another tribe in Africa that was bringing, that was conjuring Morlon. Yeah. yeah. That doesn't mean that it was good. <laughs> but it, <laughs> yeah. That's how it made sense to me anyways. So... Yeah, I think it just would have been cooler as like Doom's like, no, I'm gonna invade Wakanda. So fuck oh. you, you know, bomb, you're you're gone, <laughs> T'Challa. And now now that T'Challa's out of the way, I'm gonna invade it. And it would have been way cooler to be like Storm's like, no, I'm gonna become Black Panther. And, you know, fuck you. I now have the power of Black Panther and my <laughs> like normal mutant powers. And that yeah. would have been a way cooler story. <laughs> yes. But do you let T'Challa die? Uh, you can, and just the next writer brings him back. Like, <laughs> this is comics. Like, people die all the time, and then they get brought back for their story or whatever. I do think Aurora as Black Panther would be freaking amazing. Just yeah, we, we talk about OP people all the time on here, and like mm. that it would be top of like one of the tops. Oh yeah, OP like yeah. <laughs> like who stops that? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, well, they the thing about it is they even make a comment about it, like, inside the book. I can't remember who it was. I can't remember his name, but it's the uh, the brother-in-law of, is it Ramonda? Chala's mother? Yeah. I can't remember his name either. I'd have to look him up. But Where he's like, you let the most powerful person just go willy-nilly with yeah, all this yeah. voodoo magic? <laughs> like, what are you thinking? Yeah. So... That's pretty funny. I will say there is stuff that they could cherry pick and they probably have from this comic to use for the movie. Like I can see them. So my theory is that since we've lost Chadwick Boseman, they're going to address that in the MCU. Like he didn't die of some disease. Somebody killed him. Okay. I'm assuming that they could make it Namor in the same sense of like T'Challa was going to meet with Namor but then gets ambushed by Doctor Doom, you could have it where Namor, some kind of misunderstanding happens, Namor kills T'Challa. Then, whatever they're calling it, but Atlantis is like, okay, so Wakanda's a threat. Like, they tried to attack. Luckily, Namor killed him. So we're now, now that they've lost their Black Panther, we're going to attack Wakanda. In the same sense, except for it's not like, it's no longer a tribe, like it's not the lion cult tribe, but it's Atlantis now. Yeah. And then you could have whatever the, 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 the combat between Namor, Atlantis versus Wakanda and all that. 
because I don't know how that's all going to get played out. But then Shuri uses her, you know, her intellect to defeat Namor or possibly, once again, I don't know how this movie's going, but like maybe get Namor to back off and realize that they're not an enemy and the day is saved. And then like that final sort of page for this uh, six issues where she's talking about like, you know, I thought the day that I became Black Panther, it would be a day of celebration. But this is a day that like, you know, everyone's in mourning and and a lot of people are dead, in other words. <laughs> like yeah, I could see them yeah. ending the movie exactly like that. Yeah. Especially if they like flood Wakanda, like a lot of people have rumored, you know what I mean? Like yeah. kind of leave Wakanda in a very like just tragic state. Like I could definitely see it being you know, the ending being like that, like she's almost, what, reluctantly Black Panther? You know what I mean? Yeah. So. See, you could just have Storm swoop in there and just blow it all away. All the water. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, look, I agree. I think Storm, man, I really want that to happen in the comics now. So bad. I want Storm yeah. to be Black Panther for like a run. Um, so one of the things looking up on the writer here, Reginald Hudlin. He's been a very prolific uh, writer for Black Panther and just for the, I guess, the Black community in general. But uh, when I was looking him up, he has been a producer and executive producer on some movies. And I just thought I'd mention them. He was a producer on the Bernie Mac show. I used to love the Bernie Mac show. So oh, yes. <laughs> um. He was a producer for Django Unchained. That's right. The Quentin Tarantino movie, Django Unchained. Okay. He was executive producer for the Boondocks cartoon. I don't know if anyone saw that. It was a uh, predominantly like black, like anime style cartoon. It was based off of a comic back in the day. Yeah. He was executive producer on a Black Panther TV miniseries. It was like a little cartoon that I think only had one season. And then that was based off the Marvel Knights run, I believe. Yes, yes, you're right. And then he is recently, I don't know if because of what's going on with WB, I don't know if this is still happening, but he is slated to be the producer for the upcoming Static Shock movie. Oh, cool. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was really cool. For our listeners, if you get a chance, uh, go on Wikipedia and look up Reginald Hudlin. He's done a lot of cool stuff for the Milestone universe, for Black Panther, for all sorts of characters in the DC. Um, I just, I didn't realize that he had done all this. It was really cool looking him up today. Yeah. He would like, he sounds like he would totally fit in with the, like, Milestone, like all that. Mm -hmm. Just Blood Syndicate, Hardware, Rocket, all, all those static, all those characters. Yes. Uh, the other thing is just looking up the colorist, Paul Mounts. I was just looking up, you know, the stuff he's done. I, I just thought this was cool just because I, as a kid, I used to love going to Universal Studios. But uh, it looks like he was responsible for all the, like, art at Universal Studios, like the theme park. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah, I'm not entirely sure, but, like, if you go to his like his actual paulmounts.com website, like he just has like you click on the art that he's used and it's just all the art for the like wow. theme park. So I, I just think that's really cool. But anyway. That is really cool. That's very cool. All right. 
that's it. That is a good. I think that's a good introduction to Sherry. Would y'all recommend this book to anybody? Uh, probably not. Honestly, I mean, I just, I don't know. It didn't. It was a very flat story, and it just makes you wish that they had done something different in the story. So, (laughs) (laughs) Richard. Yeah, no. (laughs) I'm sorry. Uh, There are much better. I think there's probably better Black Panther books. I've never read them, but I think I'm the takeaway from this is I'm probably going to go read a better Black Panther story because (laughs) I don't think this did it justice. If you want to read Shuri's Black Panther, go see the movie. Don't read this one. I don't think it's good. I think it's lame. (laughs) Like Jeremy said, it, it made me wishing that they just made Storm as Black Panther. Yeah. And it has more Lun and more Lun sucks. I'm just, that's going to be the name of the episode. It's just more Lun sucks. No. Um, but yeah, I just, no, I would not recommend this. <laughs> All right then. I mean, I, if I was in talks with somebody and they were like really big into Shuri, I would probably mention, hey, you know, Shuri actually takes up the mantle. It's not that great of a story, but if you're that into Shuri, maybe you read this then. But that's probably as far as I would go because. I was totally, like I said, throughout this entire thing, I was totally more invested and interested in what was going on with Chala and Aurora than anything else that happened in this entire book. Like, did not care about Morlon, did not care about Shuri, did not care about Wakabi or anybody else for that matter outside of what was going on between T'Challa and Aurora and like just the fight scene alone of just T'Challa and Doom and two of the Dora Milaje, like that was that was awesome. Yeah. Love that as well. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think everybody keeps talking about Tanahasi Coates's run on Black Panther and how good that is. That's that's probably the one that I would definitely like want to read next. Yeah. If I was to read something. So cool. Anything else anybody wants to add? Nope. I think I'm good. Awesome. Jeremy, where can they find you at? Uh they can find me on Twitch under the handle Night Fury GTO. Night with a K. And, of course, find me here. Awesome. Richard, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter if you want to contact me directly. My handle is Night Curry, Night like day and night, and Curry with a K. If you want to contact us directly, we have a Gmail. Our Gmail is comicallycomicspodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to check us out on YouTube, TikTok, 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 <laughs> YouTube or TikTok. <laughs> um, and if you want to check us out on YouTube, TikTok, or Instagram, <laughs> You can check us out under the name Comically Comics Podcast. We need to make a TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, anyway. Yeah, I was gonna say it's TikTok and Twitter even gonna be around. We'll we'll see. Who knows? <laughs> right, yeah. right. That's funny. All right, you can find me on eBay and Instagram at twenty two underscore comics. You can also find me uh, on YouTube at twenty two comics. Thank you all so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did making it. With all that being said, thank you, Jim. Bye, Jeremy. Bye, Jeremy. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Like a fucking muffet. Okay, even if you're very fast, still gonna take you quite a while. Couple minutes. That's what, three dozen people dead? Or, storm, fly over two seconds, suck him into a hurricane. Into a goddamn hurricane. Problem solved.